Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I am going to talk about a very difficult concept um, that I continue to struggle with in my own life because I just don't want this to be true. Like there's things that we know are true and things we don't want to be true. Right. And this is one of those concepts. So if you have heard me talk about smart girl syndrome, okay, uh, smart girl syndrome is what I think a lot of people are suffering from. And it's not just like a codependency issue. So there's a huge conversation around codependency, which is basically like, I can't live without you. I can't make it without you. I can't possibly exist without being in a relationship. And then there's something that I call smart girl syndrome. Okay. And smart girl syndrome says, oh, well, if it's not working, I'll just work harder. Now, this was fabulous in math class when you needed extra math tutoring or fabulous when you wanted to be better at basketball and you put in the time on your hoops or piano, which is what I did. So piano, it's like if I couldn't play Beethoven, I just worked harder. And then eventually I could play Beethoven. Okay. The problem is we apply this strategy to other people's personalities and belief systems. So we have a difficult person and then we think, oh, I just need to work a little harder at being friendlier. I need to work harder at being nicer. I need to work harder um, at myself. I need to work harder at not being triggered. I need to work harder at being more forgiving. I need to work harder at not being so needy. I need to work harder at being less demanding. I need to work harder at not bothering them. And we totally miss the fact that they're like being selfish. And in a toxic relationship dynamic, you end up doing all the work of the relationship They avoid all the work of the relationship. And then you go to a therapist or you go to somebody else and they're like, oh, you're just codependent. Well, but I, I thought I was supposed to do the right thing. I thought I, I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I thought that was a, like a nice thing to do. I, I, what do you mean I'm codependent? Right. And this concept absolutely drives me crazy, right? Because you go, you read a marriage book, you read a relationship book, a coworker book, right? And it's like, well, you know, you can't control them. You can only control yourself. And the messaging is you need to fix, if you fix yourself, you will fix the relationship. I cannot tell you how adamantly I disagree with this concept. I can't tell you how adamantly I disagree with the fact. Now, I do think you can create change in your life. And I think you can have different energy structures. If you change, you know, how you perceive yourself and your boundaries and all this kind of stuff, it can change the dynamic of the relationship. I do believe that. Okay. But what we really want is to change their personality. We want them to be less selfish. We want them to have a different framework for decision making. We want them to have a different belief system. Maybe we want our boss to think that uh, if you work hard enough, you get time off, you deserve a vacation, right? But your boss doesn't think that. He believes that if you, you know, hard work is its own reward. And so you should work harder and then you should work again. Right. Or you may think that you may have been in a marriage where uh, the system was, um, 
you know, it was a man's job to be in charge and to tell you what you should do and the woman's job to do deal with the kids, right? I've never had this experience, but like, say it's like, okay, a woman's job is to deal with the kids. So I'm a man. I should be able to come home, grab my beer out of the fridge, sit on the couch and just like check things out. And it's, you're, you're a woman, you should deal with the kids. Right. And you could like argue your point a thousand different ways. But if that's that, if that's your father, baby's father's perception, right? It's no amount of communication that can change their belief system. And guys, I said this was a hard thing because this is such a hard thing in my own life. My frustration in my life recently has been in having a point of view that I researched to death. And I went through and I evaluated it and I questioned it and I was, okay, is this the right thing? Is this the right thing? Is this the right thing? I was like, okay, this is the right thing. And other people in my life did not think it was the right decision. Not everybody, but several other people in my life thought it was not the right decision. And then here I am, come to them with all my research. Here's the reason I made this decision. But they don't want me to have made that decision. Then I went to see the two or three more like a, people who are healers or coaches or therapists or whatever. Here's my decision. It's so well-researched. Here's my decision. And it still didn't make that person agree with my decision. What is the message to learn or what is the gift of this difficult situation that has been very painful? The gift is I feel like I've become a master communicator because this has been a theme throughout my life. It's like, okay, if I can just explain it the right way, they'll hear me. If I just explain it the right way, they're going to take action. If I just explain it the right way, then they're going to see, you know, my perspective or understand me. And recently there was a, a podcast or something I was listening to. And this person said that the, the heart, what the human heart really wants is to be understood. And I think that's what my human heart wants is to be understood. And when people didn't understand me, I would just get really, I became what I think is a really good communicator. And I hear that all the time. People are like, gosh, you just, you're able to say such like difficult things in just this clear and precise way. And that's true. Unless I'm bringing maybe like an inconvenient truth or I'm trying to break apart someone's belief system in a, you know, maybe a belief about themselves or a belief, you know, not uh, like faith based type stuff, but, you know, certain beliefs, right, that um, maybe it's inconvenient for them to believe or, you know, or I'll try to make bring logic and it's like, okay, it's the most logical point. If I do this, then this will happen. Right. But. I had someone a long time ago say, you keep bringing logic, research, and information to an emotional conversation. And that is the ultimate smart girl syndrome kick in the butt. So it's interesting, as much work as I've done in this, in certain areas of my life, I feel so good about it, that it's shown up in my own life recently. And I have been spending a lot of time in my head, like, how do I craft this argument? How do I say it in a way that is, you know, easier to understand? And I can say it in a way it's easy for everyone to understand, except for the people who don't want to understand it. And they have this, oh, their own perspective and they have their own ideas and they're emotionally connected to this other 
framework. And I see this two different ways. One, it is when people are emotionally connected to their own um, perspective. And two, when people are really inconvenienced by the things that you're going to say, because it's either going to require uh, work out of them, or you're asking them to stand up for you, or something along those lines, or understand you, and they're really just committed to like, black, white, not skin color, but black and white thinking, this is easy to understand, here we go, I'm just, this is, this is easy, this is who, this is the box, I'm just going to live in this box, Sarah, stop shaking up my box. I'm very good at shaking up boxes, right? Uh, but it's really kind of something in my own life that I thought I had worked through. And I'm bringing this on this like just the most logical, well-researched, common sense. It's just like this is the most lot like this is why I'm making this choice or this is why I'm believing this. It's the most logical, easiest thing to understand for anyone outside of the situation. Okay, but some people do not have ears willing to hear. And when you have smart girl syndrome, this is a totally in a toxic relationship, right? Whether it be, look, my I think my relationship's toxic, and here's all my research, and here's I'm bringing all this information to you, and look, can't you see that I'm telling the truth? You can see it there, or you can see it within the relationship, right? It's like, what I, but I was home Thursday at three o'clock. What do you? what are you talking about? How are you mad at me? Right. And they may be gaslighting you, right. And you're bringing all this logic and like, okay, I kept this record here. And I know that it really cost, you know, a thousand dollars, but you said it cost $2,000. Now there's a thousand dollars missing, but I know, cause I wrote it down and I went back and looked at that research and look, here it is. This is the truth. And they're gaslighting you. And you're like, I, this is the most logical thing, but look, here's what the paper says. And they're like, I'm not interested in what the paper says. I'm interested in my own beliefs and confusing you so I don't have to change my beliefs. And it's very discouraging. You know, I, I really thought I was like past it. And then something recently in my life and it was just like, okay, well, if I make enough sense, someone's going to understand the decision that I made. And they didn't understand the decision I made because it was not convenient for them to under the decision I made. And they didn't like the decision I made. And no matter how well researched or how much time I put in, or it's like, you know, their emotions count, their um, ability to decide counted, uh, their belief system counted, and they didn't think mine did. And I went on with what I thought was right anyway. Um, and I did, you know, I made the decision that I thought was in the best interest in my circumstance, uh, regardless of how they believed, what decision they believed I should make. Um, and they did not have ears willing to hear my view. Why? I, I very much understood their view. I said, I understand. I understand this is what you're saying. I understand this is what's happening. I understand this is how you believe? Is that true? Yes. Okay. So I understand you. Now, can you grow ears willing to hear a bit to understand me? And they basically said no. And then they kind of went on attack when I didn't make the decision they thought I should make. No matter how well researched it was or what a good communicator I am or how eloquently I presented my argument. 
because they I did I was not doing what they wanted me to do and what they thought I should do. And I know many of you are in that situation, especially if you're trying to like get support and you've you've had a background in people pleasing, you're trying to get support for maybe a decision you need to make, maybe a relationship you need to leave, maybe a job change, maybe a career change. And you think, okay, I just need to explain it a different way, or I need to, um, you know, say it this way, or I need to present it this way, or I need to read one more book on it, or get one more person to, to, to back me on it, or get one more author, right, or one more point from someone I talked to recently, they were collecting all this information from their church, and they were presenting all this information for their church, and presenting all these other sermons and scriptures, trying to get a church to help her, and I hate saying it to myself. I hate saying it to other people that it doesn't matter sometimes how well you say it or how well researched it is. They don't want you to make that decision. And it's so hard because you really have to get to a place of really like trusting yourself. And and really, it was kind of like one more level of people pleasing that I didn't know that I needed to jump through. One more level of people pleasing that was kind of still in me, right? And it was just like, okay, well, this is the decision, my very well-researched decision that I think is best. And I'm explaining it to you in a way that is clear and concise. And you do not have ears willing to hear. And at some point, you just have to accept that, right? And I know... Um, sometimes, uh, we get into the, what I call the emotional expert, right? So you have smart girl syndrome. I just need to work harder. I just need to explain different. And the emotional expert is like, look, I've got all this information. I've got all this. You should listen to me now. And it is heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking at some point to just say, they're not going to understand me. Their own perspective and their own shift, they don't want to understand me. They don't want me to make this decision. It's inconvenient for them, whether it be leaving a relationship, setting a boundary, maybe something for the holidays in this season that we're in. They just they just don't want me to do it. So they're going to put in whatever levels of control they can make or gaslighting or confusing or making me look like a bad person or whatever so that they can control my decision because in this is tricky because it's not always a controlling person like passive aggressive this can happen in passive aggressive relationships like what you mean you're not going to come on Thursday well you know i guess it's it's fine if you don't want to come on Thursday right it can look so many different ways but as we go into this this process. I just had to kind of say it out loud because I, I thought I was good at this and I got my own butt kicked in it recently again. So it's a good point for me to to be honest and bring this to you guys if you've ever experienced it. If you have explained something several different ways and you have researched your decision, you've, you've taken time, you've thought about it, you've put in, you're not ignoring things, right? You've put in the work, you've, you really thought this decision out. And then you say, this is the decision I'm going to make. And they say, I don't think you should make that decision or it's not well-researched or whatever. Sometimes you just have to let that go because it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you explained it wrong. It doesn't mean you are wrong. It means they don't have ears willing to hear 
because the decision you are making is inconvenient for them to hear or inconvenient. It's not what they want you to do. And I am always a person who's open to feedback and people like, I love having feedback and, and that's kind of how I can gauge it. Right. So when people can give me feedback and I'm like, okay, I can take certain feedback. If you're someone who doesn't take any feedback, you're probably on the toxic person list. Right. Uh, But if you're someone who takes feedback and it's like, you know, okay, I, I think I might need to work on that. I think they may have been right. Right. And then there's things in your life that you've tried to explain reason research and and try you're you're just really looking for that understanding in why you're making that decision and that understanding of like hey look how hard I've worked at making this decision is it okay for me to make this decision now and there is there are situations that there is you know if you had a um Harvard degree in communication and the president of the model UN came and like the whole world said, yes, you should make this decision. And you know, maybe your aunt disagrees with it or your spouse disagrees with it or that because whatever they have going on in their lives, they don't have ears willing to hear you. What you are saying is inconvenient to them. It does not mean they are right. It does not mean you are wrong. But this is like a test. Are you really just like my test? Are you really not going to be a people pleaser anymore? Are you really going to make some hard decisions? Are you really going to choose being a peacemaker over a peacekeeper? Or are you just going to go along with what everybody else thinks you should do? You're just going to be likable? You're going to take the easy way out? And guys, it's rough. It's a rough road. It's been it's been a painful situation that I've been in. And I'm 100% confident that I made the right decision. It was well thought, well researched, and well explained. And still, some people were unhappy with it. And I just want to be super honest and vulnerable or whatever um, and say that to you because I know that I hear a lot of other people struggling with this too. It's like, oh, if I can just explain it this way, then they'll get it. Or I can just, you know, have this, bring this information to the table, then they'll get it. Or if I can just, you know, uh, if I can just get them to be okay with my decision, then I'll be okay with my decision. And life may be asking you to get okay with your decision, whether or not they agree with it or not. And it doesn't mean, so So the thing to work on is not saying it in a different way or thinking of a different way to explain it. Or maybe if you've already, I, I believe in well research decisions, but if you've already, you know, some have done that research and just, you really feel like this is what's going on. Sometimes you just have to say, well, okay. I, you know, I respect, respectfully disagree and, you know, I wish you the best and this is what I'm going to do. And so the the thing to strengthen is not your communication skills. Sometimes it's really strengthening that commitment to not be a people pleaser anymore. That commitment to like, okay, do I, do I really, in my words, practice what I preach? Am I going to be a peacemaker, not a peacekeeper? Am I going to do the right thing even when it's hard? What I, what I, feel in my heart is the right thing, what I've researched is the right thing, what I've been, the information I have collected is the right thing. And if you don't like it, okay. Yeah, you know, I I just feel like I've kind of been under another personal test, you know, be, be what it may um, in my own life in that. And even I, 
would have said I was really good at it. I think I'm really good at it. And here it was one more level in, in, in the life upgrade. So um wanted to to bring that to you guys because I, I know a lot of other people are struggling with it right now. It's a conversation I kind of keep having. And so um watch out for that small girl syndrome. Watch out for if they don't agree with me, I just need to explain it better, right? Uh, because uh, sometimes they just don't have ears willing to hear. And if you want more information on that, you can check out my book, Becoming Toxic Person Proof, Clear the Confusion and Learn to Trust Yourself. There's a whole chapter about people not have ears who don't have ears willing to hear. A chapter that I wrote several years ago and have now had to revisit because of my own life uh, because it just gets harder uh, sometimes. Uh, it's like a video game. You're always up-leveling to a new level. Um, and I've had some very difficult up-leveling in my own life recently. Um, but uh, check it out, Becoming Toxic Person Proof. And so you can clear the confusion and learn to trust yourself. Have a great day and hope that helps. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support. And most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.